Welcome to Ranch House Radio. Thanks for joining in, and I hope you enjoy this episode. Welcome back to Ranch House Radio. I'm your host, Christy DeGearing, and today I am joined by Katie Haynes. And Katie, I'm going to let you tell my listeners a little bit about yourself, and then we'll dive into some questions. So my name is Katie Haynes. I'm 22 years old, and I'm from Youngsville, North Carolina. I'm the 2022 North Carolina Miss Agriculture Advocacy Ambassador and the 2022 North Carolina People's Choice Agriculture and I show rabbits. I'm in 4-H. I was in 4-H for 12 years and I was also in FFA and I currently serve on the North Carolina 4-H Honor Club Board and I'm the proud founder of Smiling Moss and Hope, a nonprofit to help people with chronic illnesses and special needs. Welcome, Katie. Why don't you tell my listeners a little bit why you decided to pursue the role that you are in? I decided to compete in this pageant because I am passionate about advocating for the agricultural industry and making sure everyone has a place in agriculture. Um, That's my platform and just standing by, um, making sure not only people have the opportunity for agriculture, but also to compete in things or just like everyone else can, just might have to adapt in a certain way. Some of my listeners may not be familiar, and I'm not familiar with the pageant industry. So can you tell us how the pageant worked to get to where you are now? And then we'll talk about the pageant to compete for Miss United States Agriculture. So I started off as the 2021 Granville County Miss United States Agriculture. And then I went to the state level and competed for everything from the Miss Division um, to the advocacy and the People's Choice. People's Choice is done by all strictly by monetary donations and by a customized link. And then the advocacy is by going and touring farms, community service, advocating for agriculture through social media, attending events, festivals, public speaking. And then what was the next part of your question? So when you get to Orlando, what do you do in order to compete Are there different categories? Is there like speeches that you do? Um, What kind of competitions? So what areas of competitions is what you're saying? Uh, So there's on-stage question, interview, photogenic, um, state fashion fun, where you represent something in the agricultural industry that's significant to your state. I won't give that away, but it's something that I have worked with a lot in my reign. And then we also do an on stage question a lot of different avenues and uh things but we also have to do like a resume and stuff before we get to that national level to prepare so what are you looking forward to most in that pageant that's coming up the connection and meeting people from all around the united states that share similar background is there going to be ladies competing from all 50 states i don't know the answer to that question but as many states is we have 90 contestants so um and 19 are in my age division because i'm in the the miss division the one everybody wants you know for the scholarships i do know that we we do have a lot of states represented this is a scholarship program so are you in college or wanting to go to college on this scholarship i have already completed college i'm in it more for fun and advocating and making connections 
Where does your love for agriculture come from? So um, from both 4-H and FFA, like I said, I grew up in 4-H. I was in 4-H for 12 years. I served as a district officer and I did a lot of entrepreneurship programs and I show rabbits still currently. I've gone all the way to Indianapolis to show rabbits and competed on the youth skeleton team. And then my uh, grandparents have beef cattle in Elkin, North Carolina. And then I also, we have a garden. In your role as the Miss Agriculture Advocacy Ambassador, what what experiences have you had? Um, well, I've been up to a lot of events in the town of Mount Olive. And if you know anything about Mount Olive, it's home to the Mount Olive Pickle Company. Um, they uh, serve the most pickles in the whole United States. So I'm sure y'all have heard of uh, Mount Olive Pickles. I've been to their Pickle Drop, their Pickle Festival, and then their um, University of Mount Olive has an Ag Festival for high school students. So I also went there and there were over a thousand students there at that event. So that's a very uh, good way to educate the public on rabbits and agriculture and the program in general. Um, and then I've gone to things like the Got to Be NC Festival uh, that really highlights um, the agricultural industry as a whole in North Carolina. And the Got to Be NC slogan is our agricultural promotion program here in North Carolina. But I've gone to lots of different events um, to public speak, uh, like at the Carolina Strawberry Festival, and I've eaten in the pickle eating contest, you name it. But your rain is what you put into it, and all what, what I tell people is I put 110% into it, and that's what you're going to take out of it. This pickle eating contest, I need to know more. I love pickles. Is it like dill pickles? Is it sweet pickles? Because that one I'd be out on. The dill pickles. Okay. But they're the big ones. Oh, really? Yeah. So I ate six and a half pickles in five minutes. That's impressive. That is cool. I but am I gonna... didn't win. <laughs> you didn't win? No. I think, much... they, I think they got eight and a half, if I'm not mistaken. The woman that won. Because I split it up in a women's competition and a men. And where? So that's in Mount Mount Olive? Olive. Yes. I'm going to have to put that on my future plans to attend. <laughs> yes, definitely. We had a lot of people this year. I think people were so cooped up and eager to get out. This is the most that the town of Mount Olive has ever had. And Mount Olive is very rural. Seeing that many people in the town, these people came from literally all over. There's all sorts of different festivals. You said a strawberry festival. Yes. Where is that at? And what, what, what happens at a strawberry festival? So in Wallace, North Carolina, we have two. One is the Carolina Strawberry Festival, and that's the one I went to. It's in Wallace. And then the other one, the big one, is in Chadburn, North Carolina, and it's called the North Carolina Strawberry Festival. And I've never been to that one, but the, at ours, they had like a strawberry pageant. So these little girls were under nine years old, and I helped with that pageant, and then I public spoke. Uh, there's all kinds of strawberry different activities there's vendors of course you can buy strawberries there there's this big person that ha uh, has on a strawberry just different strawberry related activities and then of course the typical food and vendor type stuff that almost every festival has so a lot of different interesting experiences through my reign like I just judged barbecue 
at the Carolina Pidgey um, to raise money for our Masonic Children's Home. And we had to judge 20 barbecues, 20 forks, and 20 sauces. Which one was the best? The sauces. (laughs) Because they didn't fill you up. What has been your favorite experience that you've gotten to have? That's a... That's interesting because that's a little bit of everything. But if I have to pick one, it would be probably everything that about pickles. So all three events mixed together. That's awesome. I am I'm the same way. I absolutely love pickles. That's a fun fact about me. I fried pickles, my favorite thing. Um, but dill pickles, I'll eat them right out of the jar. Have you ever had Mount Olive pickles? Yes. Oh, okay. That I have. One girl I talked to, she had never had them. And I said, well, we're going to change that. And I gave her a coupon to get a free jar of pickles. And she said, that's the best pickle she's ever tasted. She's not uh, buying any other pickles. I was like, whoa, (laughs) I got you sold on them. Nice job. Yeah, Yeah, I have had them and they are delicious. So we talked about your favorite that you've gotten to experience. What is something that you still want to do in your role? I want to meet with um, Tom Tillis and Steve Troxler at a round table. I was invited, but then we they had, you know how things go when they had to be pushed back because of COVID. So um, we're hoping to continue to do that in October. And there's also an opportunity at the state fair that I can't release, but I'm super excited to be getting the opportunity to do stuff like that because without this role, you wouldn't get opportunities that are brought up. All right, we're going to change gears a little bit. If you could spend the day with an agriculture industry leader for the day, who would it be and what would you spend the day doing? Probably the agricultural commissioner, Steve Troxler, for our state. Um, I have gotten the opportunity to meet him on different occasions, but spending the day uh, and seeing how things, uh, laws are passed Um, for our agricultural industry and just the way um, see it from a different point of view if that makes sense Um, we see a lot of the behind the scenes stuff but seeing it but you never know until you're up close and personal with that person spending the whole day uh, learning about their job and what really goes into that task because it's a really big task to take on being uh, in politics in general but um, when it comes to agriculture, I mean, that's something that w- would be kind of interesting. What's your future goals going forward? What do you want to see happen in the agriculture industry? I would like to see more people that are disabled and more um, organizations out there to help the disabled community and, and young people in general get involved so that we won't have food shortages. Because, you know, you don't you need clothes on your back, and food on your tables to survive. And if we keep up, we're not going to have and this goes for people, uh, the land being taken away and stuff, too. Um, if we keep up, we're not going to we're going to have a lot of shortages. People just don't understand. And the general education of um, agriculture in our state, like, for instance, I was touring a farm in Johnston County and. Somebody showed up and thought, oh, I can buy my strawberries. Well, um, yeah, you can at the grocery store, but that's not how it really works. So people just don't understand that concept 
of really where their food comes from. And I guess education is important. Um, so I'm trying to do a lot of that through social media because social media is actually a powerful tool. I was at the Got to BNC Festival riding the tractor in the tractor parade thing. And some guy yells out, you're that girl from TikTok. I follow you on TikTok. And I'm like, okay, I don't have that many followers, but you know, that's kind of cool. And so just, you really don't know how powerful and how much of an impact you're making on somebody's life, no matter how many followers you may have um, until, I mean, something like that happens. And it had everybody busting out laughing. Even the commissioner was, it was hilarious. How have you been using TikTok to advocate for agriculture? So TikTok specifically, I'll make like photo slideshows after every event. Um, I'll have different people come on and talk about different experiences, make a little video about it. Um, there's this one person here in North Carolina. Her name is Christina Huss, and she is very energetic. So she um, will make an animal videos with her animals. Or when one's pregnant, she'll make some silly video just to uh, gain up people uh, learn to learn more about agriculture but at the same time it is funny so it's like America's funniest videos but about agriculture so um maybe that needs to be a new tv show but yeah just really gaining different fun ways to engage everyone because this this guy that uh saw me he was about my dad's age so it's not just the younger crowd it's also I mean, it's a level playing field for everyone. And people can learn about agriculture just through social media. What's one thing that you wish everyone would learn about the agriculture industry? That we are represented by multiple different walks of life um, and that being disabled is not a one-size-fits-all approach um, and everyone has a place in agriculture. Yes, everyone does have a place in agriculture. I love that. When is the Miss United States Agriculture pageant? June 24th and 25th, but I'll leave the 22nd. And it is in Orlando, Florida. You had told me that. Yes. So I'm excited about going to Disney World and Universal afterwards. I'm a big Disney fan. I am also a big Disney fan. Who? What's your favorite Disney movie? Frozen. Which, Elsa or um, Anna? Elsa. I'm more of an Anna person myself. During this pageant, so when the pageant ends, do they crown the Miss United States Agriculture on the last day? Yes. And they'll also crown the advocacy, the people's choice, cover miss. And I think there's two more that I'm missing, but I can't think of them off the top of my head. Um, but, oh, and then all the different age divisions as well. What would be the first thing that you do if you are crowned Miss United States Agriculture? That's a hard question. Do you mean like afterwards or like on stage? Both. Oh, I'd probably be so overwhelmed with emotions um, being crowned. Kind of like when I, I mean, like I never thought that I would do pageants in a million years, much less be crowned at the state level. And so I don't know exactly what I would do if I was crowned at the national level. I think I would be super excited to um, represent the industry and become the first disabled person um, to win at, a at their national 
um, pageant because I'm the first person to compete in a wheelchair at their pageant. So maybe one more step would be amazing. Um, I think after, if I won and I like moving forward throughout my reign, of course, I would want to reach out to the national television, um, things like the Today Show, Kelly Clarks and stuff like that, just to um, promote agriculture even more and to promote uh, my nonprofit and help the disabled community um, step up and show other people that there isn't anything you can't do. Disabled people is not just the elderly population. Tell me more about your nonprofit. So we help people ages zero to 26 living with chronic illnesses and special needs. We do a toy drive, care packages. We meet with families one-on-one to deliver these care packages. And hopefully in the future, um, we will continue the mail process where we ship all over the United States. And as funding comes in, we will start the international program back up. But we just became a legal nonprofit in October of 2021. And we've been doing this for nine years as a project. How can people get involved with your nonprofit? They can follow us on Facebook, Instagram, or TikTok at Smiling While Sending Hope. What is a message that you want my listeners to hear? Just making sure that um, everyone has a level playing field. Um, And like I said, everyone has a place in agriculture. Something I love doing is some rapid fire questions. So I'll rapid fire them at you. First thing that you think of, let me know the answer. Okay. And we already talked about our, your favorite movie. So is your favorite movie overall Frozen or do you, is that just your favorite Disney movie? I like Hunger Games. Ooh. Yeah. So Hunger Games, movie or book? Movie. Really? Have you ever read the books? Yeah, but I'm not a big book person. Okay. Yeah. I have actually not watched Mockingjay part two. I went and saw all of them in the theater. I read the books. Divergent. And you like Divergent as well? And Maze Runner. I also have not watched the, I'm more, I guess I'm more of the book person. I have not watched Allegiant, the last one in the Divergent series. Mm -hmm. And I've never seen or read Maze Runner. So I think it's on my list, but I have not done that yet. Um, Okay. Back to the rapid fire questions. So what's your dream job? To work for Disney World or NASCAR as a photographer because um, I have an associate's degree in photography. Okay. What, so what's your favorite camera to use? Nikon. I'm a Canon person. Um, <laughs> what's your favorite thing that you've gotten to f- photograph? Um, probably either in Yellowstone or Canada. Did When you were in Yellowstone, were you in the Montana side or the Wyoming side? Both. What kind of wildlife did you see while you were there? buffalo bear a little bit of everything we stayed at one of those like redneck cabins i guess because i had no ac it was hot as heck yeah the bison were like right outside the door yellowstone is a very beautiful place yes it is and if anybody ever gets the opportunity to go out there i highly recommend it that grand teton and the grand canyon all right so dog or cat person dog if you're ordering dessert at a restaurant, what are you ordering? Something fruity. What advice do you have for your younger self? Well, I was really shy. So um, just being, I mean, continuing to push 
uh, and doing as Temple Grand. I've gotten the opportunity to meet Temple Grand, and I don't know if you know who she is, but she's a really um, inspirational person, not only in the agricultural industry, but also on, uh, I'm also on the autism spectrum, um, and I also have 21 chronic illnesses and special needs, and so she um, always told me to keep pushing in 4-H and FFA, and I did, and um, at, through those programs, I wouldn't be the same person I am today if I wasn't in these programs. So these uh, youth programs really shape the future um, of adults in society. And then my last rapid-fire question, if you could be any Disney character, who would it be and why? Minnie, and because she's always full of energy. Where can people follow along on your journey? So uh, Miss United States Agriculture Advocacy Ambassador um, is my name for Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok. And uh, I also have a People's Choice link that y'all can go to and vote before June 24th um, and support me that way. Um, If I won that title, there uh, is a MacBook that comes along with it. So that's an incentive. And then, of course, the national title and crown is voted on by monetary donations, whoever collects the most monetary donations. And then how can we follow along? Where can we tune in to the Miss United States Agriculture pageant? So they are not live streaming it this year, um, but I will post a bunch of fo- I did buy the photo package. So I will be posting a lot of photos during, hopefully, if I have a few minutes in between things, you know, as busy as it gets, I'm not sure, but I will definitely be posting photos afterwards and be thanking my sponsors again for helping me out. I wish there was a way for folks to um, watch it live, but they're not offering that this year. We will definitely be following along. Good Maybe luck. Maybe I'll do some, like, uh, Instagram lives or something. Yeah, that would be cool. Yeah, that way you get a little glimpse of it. Well, we will definitely be following along and thank you for joining me on Ranch House Radio. Thank you for having me. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed this episode, please hit that follow button. Tune in next time on Ranch House Radio.